and welcome back to the Eight Black Hands podcast. You kicking it with half half of the hands right now. It's it's Ray and Charles in the building. Um, we are still in Las Vegas at the at the Charter Conference, and we just saw some local celebrities that we wanted to spend some time with. But before we let you know who they are, let me let Ray speak to the people. What's going on, everybody? Ray and Charles back in effect. Taking some things in at the Charter School Conference at an amazing week. Uh, we did, did our podcast live yesterday, and we met these dynamic personalities, and we got to introduce them to the world. Absolutely. So I'm going to do an introduction, and then, Ray, you had a question for him. So um, I'm sitting with the amazing, amazing folks from the Memphis Lift, and I will have each of you just real quick just do a quick introduction of yourself. I'm Sarah Carpenter. I'm the executive director at the Memphis Lift. Okay. Hey, Sarah. I am Kelly Kakina McCoslin, and I am their intern. All right. They, they, yeah, so y'all got an intern. We've been looking for an intern for forever. <laughs> so y'all more organized than us? A little bit. Dinesha Fields. I'm the director of the Public Advocate Fellowship. Okay. Renee Smith. I'm the director of Choice Counseling at the Memphis Lab. Okay. Tamika Kerr, search team. That's what's up. So we are about to... So. Thank you so much for being here. Like, we really just ran out of a session right now, set the board up, grabbed them out of a session to do this show. So thank you all for being so flexible. Uh, it's meetings and stuff going on in the room. That we have. we don't care. That's how we get down. You know what I'm right. saying? We, 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 we take us wherever we go. So, Ray, go ahead and jump in. I know you have some, a question for them before we uh, get into it. So immediately when we met y'all, it was just this amazing energy that came from just this whole Memphis concept, right? And so I, I want to know, like, why are y'all so passionate? Why are we so passionate? Because, first of all, we got grandchildren and children that stuck in, we, I call them failing factories. Um, and what's unique about us is that we are the people that we serve. That's why we're so unique. Um, we parents and grandparents from low-income communities where somebody believed that we could do the work and gave us the funding to do the work. And we're doing the work. And that's why we're passionate about what we do. We see kids dying daily, and they're not a grown, grown people. They're not, they 16, 15 and we believe if we fix education in Memphis, I believe all over the world that our crime rate will go down because we got just as many kids off the college and doing the right thing, but the media don't show those kids. So that's why I'm passionate about it because I know our kids are smart. I got 13 grandbabies and one great-grandson, and they beating Fortnite, so our kids are smart. <laughs> and, they, and they didn't even build that game. Did anybody else want to chime in on that? Like, why are you all so passionate about this work? You got a mic right there. Um, well, say like, your name again, too, so people know. Tamika Kerr. Um, as Miss Carpenter stated, that um, we are the parents that we serve. And I had a daughter that went through high school, and I know she graduated, and I don't. I know that she's not ready for the real world because of the education that she was getting in school. So, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna continue to fight for just all all the kids. Okay. So, so for me, I'm I'm just impressed by Memphis Lift. I cannot say it enough. And so, Miss Carpenter, you you seem to be like the dynamo and the leader. You're the executive director, and so, but you didn't want to come in here without your team. I know, and I I feel like that. Oh, I tear up when I think about this. Like, 
I've been watching this conference, right? And I know some people. I know, know some people. You know, know them. I know, know them. Like, I'm looking for their staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I see their wife. Uh-huh. I see their girlfriend. Oh, boy. Yeah. So that let me know you're not doing what you're supposed to do. He's a brother. Sister too, sister too, right? No, no sister. No sister. Okay. <laughs> no, I promise, no sister. All right. That I know, man. Something probably happened, but I didn't know him. Okay. These are people that I know. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I'm not an island. I know it take a team to do anything, and no I in team. So, right. I when I got the opportunity to come to Vegas. Uh, told the people, look, I got a team of people that I want to bring. This not the entire team. Some people couldn't come for other reasons, but I want them to have the same opportunity that I have. Mm-hmm. And That's again, again, we are those people that didn't know. We are those people that live in North Memphis, South Memphis, and Orange Mound, and Kelly Kakina, she said Mud Allen, which we don't, we don't. We're not judging her. We're not not judging you. You got to hold the mic up. Right. We're not judging you for staying where you stay because it's too close to the river for me. Um, (laughs) We saw, we saw, uh, what's the, what's the big fella that, uh, the movie with the, the, the Academy Award winner, the blind, the blind side. We saw the blind side. We know where she lives. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, yeah. The blind side ain't all true either. So anyway, that's another story. <laughs> that's another story too. So anyway, uh, that's why they here because I asked them to bring them along. So let me tell you why I've been so excited, right? To get them right is every time I've seen them since we did our live podcast, uh, just up until now, we kept running into each other, and I keep seeing her. She going up to speakers. She grabbing people. She saying, "Look, I need y'all to do X, Y, and Z." Like. Like, Mama Carpenter is out here directing traffic. You feel me? So, you know, I I think that she came here and she's been experiencing some stuff at this conference. And just real quick before we get too deep, because we didn't have them explain what the Memphis lift was exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you explain what the Memphis lift was? I mean, what the, like, give us, you know, so the people that's listening, because everybody don't know what it is and what you all do. And then I want to jump into what you want people at this conference to take away or what your big takeaway is. Ms. Fields going to tell you what we All right. Doing. I'll tell you what the Memphis lift is because you said it was like past tense, like you at the, the, the funerals, yeah, not he, the repast of the Memphis fi- lift. He no. fixed it, though. Yeah. Fixed, yeah. I'm so, saying I just jumped. I was using the past tense because just, we just jumped in without yeah. properly introducing right, right. the amazing work that y'all are doing. So and we keep pre- me honest. We, Go ahead. We appreciate it. So the Memphis lift, we are a parent and grandparent organization. Um where we support other parents who teach them about the uh, education landscape and how we as parents and community members that have a vested interest in seeing the successfulness of our, is that a word, successfulness yeah, of our children. If you, were, if, you, if, you, if you weren't good, I would tell you. But they know what they we'll get it. Go ahead. Yeah. Appreciate it. Having my back. Superintendent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So it's basically it's just parents and grandparents that want to see the best for our kids. And we believe that best is through education. We want to see our children to be a positive st- statistic, not going to jail or the morgue. Mm-hmm. So we we're out hitting the streets, letting other parents know what what you as a parent need to know what your child needs to be learning and how to hold schools and whomever that is responsible for upholding laws that govern our schools accountable. What's up? 
So we have four work streams. We have um, our public advocate fellowship, which I have the great joy of of directing, where um, it's a class. We meet one night a week for 10 weeks, and we talk about these things. I They love to call me a teacher, but I say I'm a facilitator of conversation. So give them facts, and we talk about how can we make this better as parents, and we show them how to find their voice and use their voice and, and who the people they need to go harass. Got you. Um, then we have... Uh, All right, go ahead. We have our... Um, Special Ed Department, thank you, which is led by Miss Teresina Wright, which um, is so much going on with special ed, and and parents don't know. And if they did, I mean, and I think coming in the future, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's coming down the pipeline that's going to shake up um, some of these schools mm-hmm. uh, around these special ed babies to how they're being mistreated, neglected, and not attended to as they're supposed to be doing. And um, she she's a beast with it. Okay. Um, she goes to meetings with parents, make sure their IEPs are being properly implemented. And if they're not, she's she gets okay. Get on them. So I I have a qu- real quick. I don't mean to interject, but I got a question about just the whole special ed and special ed process. So when you think about special ed in our communities, like there's a stigma that's associated with special education and a lot of parents once you bring it to their attention that their kid may be a special education kid they immediately run like i've seen parents leave our school to go to other schools and then other schools diagnose them with the same thing that we diagnose them with and then their babies have lost a year of learning two years of learning based off the fact that you know so how how do you guys as a parent group have these types of conversations with parents to let them know that special education is not all bad Remember, Ms. Carpenter said we are those parents. Yes. So we identify with those parents, and they identify with us. So that makes, and we build relationships mm-hmm. on the front end. When we meet people, we build relationships. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we can have these courageous conversations, as they call them. And they understand Ms. Teresina is a beast with special needs. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she knows how to calm them down. And to excite them when they need to be excited in those meetings. Yes. So it's working out for us. Okay. Well, thank you for allowing and, and us to ask that question. And what's important about yes. that, Teresina got two special needs kids. Oh, yeah. okay. So it hits mm-hmm. home. She got, she got a blind daughter uh-huh. and a special needs son. Mm-hmm. So who better to do it than her? Right. Yeah. And she a parent from, well, she from way out in Westwood somewhere. It's Memphis, though. Okay, gotcha. I told her she stay away in the boondocks, but she's from <laughs> Memphis, and y'all, she know this stuff, and she's still learning it. Right. She got mentors that help her. What she don't know, we'll pick up from her and ask somebody. Yeah. Again, right. when you can identify with a parent, some doors, we when we first start, we call it a serious thing. Mr. Mika talked to you about it. When we first start knocking on doors, y'all, we didn't know what to say to those parents. Mm-hmm. We knew what to say, but we were learning ourselves. Right. And parents opened their doors. We went to doors. People frying chicken. You can smell it before you get to the dough. Yes, yes. And, and, and offering us food, you know. When you go to people, I don't care what nobody say, and 
Nobody say, we know how we got started. When we first got started, people saying, yeah, just what Dr. Fuller said today, y'all taking them white folk money, them white folk using you. I went home and cried a couple of days, but I came back because I know what my purpose is in life. Mm -hmm. And when you know who you are and why you're here on earth, you're not here for no reason at all. Right. When right. you know who you are and what you're here to do, you can go back. Even well, when you don't want to go back someday. I think that's a good point. And I want to make sure before we dive too deep into the conversation, if you can just name, you ain't got to go into detail, but just name the other two streams of work because they were in the second stream. So okay. just somebody tell me what they are. They don't, you don't have to go deep into it because I want to make sure we get back to this, the, the comment you're making. Okay. Um, the search team, uh, what the search team does, goes out into communities um, to talk to parents, mm -hmm. um, who go to school, um, Schools, um, car lines, um, grocery stores, laundromats. I talk to parents everywhere I go and tell them about the work we do and invite them out to our different events. Great, great. And then is that was there one more stream? One more. Renee Choice yes. Counseling. What I actually do is go in and help parents find better schools. Mm -hmm. But over the course of the last year, my goals sort of have changed because it's so many issues mm -hmm. with children in the public school sector. Mm -hmm. I've spent more time fighting the schools instead of finding better schools for kids. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Th and thank you for that. I think it's important that you say when you say public school, because some people get it twisted like we pro child. No, we, no, we no. Pro, you guys are okay. pro good schools. Like we, we totally school. understand pro, pro okay. grade schools. Yeah. Well, and sorry, also, schools. and also, most yeah. charter schools are public schools. So yeah. I mean, that's they the other are thing public schools. Yeah, but uh -huh. see, our community still don't know this. Right. You got to hold they, the mic though. Okay. Our community <laughs> still don't know this. Right. Some people don't know that they public schools, but we. We let them know they public schools. So right. that's why we have to be careful what we say and. Dr. Fuller said that today. You have to be careful how you say stuff because people get stuff twisted and right. we already then got over the hump after four years of who we really were. Well, I, you, I think, so one, my parents didn't have this. So I didn't have this growing up. Like if, I, if my mom would have had like a support system like y'all, like like I said, man, both both my parents struggled with drugs and in and out of jail mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And they just, you know, they felt insecure when they went into my mm -hmm. schools and stuff like that, right? So I just wanted to really applaud the work that y'all are doing. I think that that is amazing stuff. Um, I really also wanted to give you the opportunity because to, for you to just go where you need to go with, uh, you, you have some thoughts uh, from being at this conference. You want us to get some stuff off your chest. And uh, I really just want to push record and just let you go. So okay. give me y'all's thoughts. Actually, when I walked in that room Sunday, I asked the same question I've been asking since Sunday. It's just like the murder rate in our communities. Black Lives Matter come when the police kill our black boys and black men. Who come when we kill each other? They go out the low-hanging fruit. Just same thing about charter school. If charter school's not working, let's shut them down. And we got people in California, everywhere, behind the scenes working against what we believe in, trying to take away our school choice for our own children. And while we sitting here, they somewhere meeting too. Mm -hmm. Teachers union somewhere meeting. And all those people, kids go to the best schools in their cities. And and they get upset when we want to make our own choices. Our kids are not your money. 
They mm-hmm. are our babies, and we should be able to say where our kids go, whether it be charter or district or whatever mm-hmm. model of school. Uh, I think we should leave it with an action. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say that to a number of people. I said it to everybody. We should leave here knowing what's next, or we should get a follow-up not two years from now or next year in Orlando. We should get a follow-up in a week or two. Mm-hmm. Like, what's next? And I'm like Dr. Fuller said, I'm radical, y'all. Everywhere they show up, we need to show up. When the NAACP said we're going to call for a moratorium on charter school, we got three busloads of parents and, tr- and cross three state lines. Three busloads? Yes, 150 parents. Yes, yes. And and we, we crossed over three state lines and said, NAACP, you're not speaking for us, you know? And we disrupted their meeting. And, and sometimes we are too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Dr. Fuller one time about me today, he was talking about them other folk, because we don't never be comfortable. <laughs> we not never comfortable. We not never comfortable. I just sitting there like, mm-hmm, you ain't talking about us. He talking about them. He talking right. about them. He talking about charter school leaders that sit in their buildings, and we out on the front lines fighting for yeah. your schools, and you don't even give us access to your parents. Mm-hmm. Your parents, the one need to be fighting the fight. You can stay in the building, but let the parents know what's going on. Don't wait till they close your school or they come after you, and then you want to activate your parents. We see it every day. Mm-hmm. You don't want to activate parents until they come after you. So, so for for the charter leaders that that are listening to this, because we have a lot of charter school people that listen to our podcast, we also have public school people that listen to our podcast mm-hmm. as well. How can we charter schools are public schools, right? Only reason, only just the only reason I'm, I'm pushing on that because I live in California and I live in California, and in California, that's how they are getting parents and community people to be against right. this other like these type of schools, right? So they'll say I don't support right. charter schools. I support. Right. I support. I appreciate public your. I I'm just trying to. I appreciate your yeah, clarification. So I, appe- I appreciate. I appreciate as much as you are. Right as much as every time you like jump you're in being on me, super preachy right now. I'm bro. not. I'm not. I'm just trying to I'm let Miss Carpenter talk. I'm just trying to the, let Miss Carpenter talk but, to the people. But he's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. You, the reason I. The reason I'm saying he's right. Say public schools because when you say district. Sometimes they act like it's a foreign word. They've mm-hmm. never heard it before. And they say charter schools and public schools. Right. But they are all public. But oh, see, okay, so I'm not disagreeing with that. And I never said that he was wrong. So I don't know why Memphis Lift is yes, coming. You did. You said, why Memphis you, Lift is coming they, for me. For one, they right got now, my back. I don't understand. For one, they got my back. And two. I'm at home when I'm in Memphis. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Right. Bobby Blue Bland and BB King, baby. <laughs> but but and go ahead, right? I just but yo God. So <laughs> right. Yes. And I was gonna ask you about that because I know somebody here can't to somebody that's can't to Yo Gotti. I know it. Well, we know Yo Gotti, and um, <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah, but I ain't finna go there. But, go, right, but go ahead with your question, right, man. Right, I, I just, I just, I, the only reason I wasn't trying to be preachy. I just, we are in this war getting our bus kicked in California, and they will use what you just said to say, see, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't even think that they mm-hmm. public schools. So, so go, charter go schools ahead. are public schools. Mm-hmm. Public schools are public schools. All right, anybody that takes public money is a public school, public entity. Right. Mm-hmm. Are we good now? But, Can I go on now, Ray, sir? Ray and Listen, Charles, she got you. You got to understand that there's people out there just like we were, just like we were, didn't know what was going on. 
I didn't just send my kids to school because the law said it, but we got parents coming out. Office don't even know you get per pupil money mm-hmm. for each child. So them people, they just hear what they hear. A charter district, charter district. Instead of saying public schools, and we let parents know, yeah, they get money. Every child walking that door is eleven thousand dollars on their head. Mm. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. we gotta be clear about what we say. So people understand and won't take what we say and use it against us. I learned something from Dr. Pope. Right. right. So, it, right. but it feels it feels so much better coming from you than him. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, I just do <laughs> this all the time. Anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm the peaceful one. I'm sister. You go right ahead. But <laughs> it's important to know and that parents need to be leading this work. Absolutely. In Oakland, they leading it. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the Oakland Reach. Yeah, shout out to the Oakland Reach. Those are our cousins. Uh, Atlanta doing it. Mm-hmm. They went in communities. They didn't go to the to the uh, what's the building in Atlanta? I don't even know. No landmark, whatever. They ain't go. The people doing this work ain't wearing red bottoms. Mm-hmm. And what's wrong with red bottoms? Nothing. If you can walk in them, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I can't walk. They kind of they do hurt my feet though. So I'm talking about you can't knock on my door. You can't even knock on my door. And say, can I talk to you for a minute? Mm-hmm. We knocking on the door like the police and saying, hey, this is what we talking about. Yeah. We go there with them because we can go there with them. They wouldn't accept that, not even from Killer Kakina. They wouldn't accept that from half of the people in this, this place this week. Mm-hmm. We are those parents, and parents need to be leading this work. Right. And we the one been left from the table, and we the one can help them what they don't. All them folks that run these charter schools. Yeah. So, and that's what I wanted to ask you. Um, so, as a charter school leader or whatever, um, I want to know how I can activate our parents so that they can be as ambitious as you guys in terms of like coming out, not when we're about to get the doors mm-hmm. shut on us, but mm-hmm. prior to. Yeah. Involve them in everything you do, invite them, let them know you need them. Our last core value we added was love. And you know what people ask us? You know you got to measure stuff when you're doing this work, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you measure love? You can't measure love. And I think that's why we we bring the parents out. We had our fourth-year anniversary Saturday before we came here. We had 750 people out there. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 750 people in the park. Yeah. Love bring people back. Love bring people back. hmm and, and most of these organizations been in existence way longer than the Memphis Lill. Right. And you go to some of they find even our district, they can't even get parents out. Mm-hmm. We go to their meetings too. And, and we really need to be working together instead of it's me and you. Right. It ain't me and you. It's a whole city. If we fix this, we can fix the whole city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's up. So that's who we are and that's who we'll be. But I do think that we need to get a follow-up from this conference. So I, I, and, and I don't know. I feel like they're turning up in the room as they're walking out or whatever. But uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all bear with the background noise. But one of the things that I wanted to ask you is you said that we needed a, a call to action. We needed something that was going to be a quick follow-up, right? Like, you got folks listening. It's going to be a lot of folks that's at this thing that's going to be able to hear you. Let's make it very clear right now from the Memphis Lift. What is the call to action that you, t- because if y'all supposed to be leading this work, then lead it right now, right? And tell us what to do. All over Twitter, all over CNN, Bernie Sanders saying. Some stupid stuff. 
put a moratorium on charter school. That's the same damn thing the NAACP said. Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders don't get no pass. Right. Because he running for president. He don't get a pass. He's not speaking for us. Mm-hmm. He's not speaking for us. So that's the message need to be sent. Everywhere he show up to, to give a speech, people need to be there mm-hmm. saying you're not speaking for us. They let him know if you don't show up, silence means consent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Nobody's showing up saying nothing. So Bernie feel like, oh, I'm going to do what them teachers union say because they giving me money for my campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you never show up and say nothing, if nobody never asks us to do nothing, I'll just sit back in that office and wouldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. But parents knocking on our doors and need us, and we are those parents, and we want to see kids succeed. Our kids come from all kind of. Pre- I'm telling you another thing. I'm watching real close, and in about a year, it's gonna show up. Trauma informed, trauma informed, mm-hmm. aces. People capitalizing off of that. We've been traumatized, right? But some kind of way, we make it through. But I see not only, I see our people trying to capitalize on it and ain't doing nothing. Ain't doing nothing. Mm-hmm. They capitalizing on things in our community. So one of the things that I was like. You want to say something? Oh. You don't want me to talk? Yes, I do, because you got a sexy voice, really. <laughs> yo, listen, listen I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you, you said oh that. Because, yo, I've been trying to tell people this, like, they don't you understand. Like, you like, and you like, don't want me to talk. Yeah. Sure I do. Like, yeah. You yes. done blew yes. Ray's head up yes. even bigger than what it already uh, is. Yes. Go ahead, Ray. So, so I want to hear from the intern um, in a second, but I, I want to. So, so you do this work, right, with, with, with Memphis Lift. Right, like, yep. how are you passionate about the work? Oh, a hundred and a hundred and fifty percent. Um, and I understand well, say, the dynamic. Say your name again. I'm sorry. Yeah. So my name is Kelly Kakina McCoslin, and I was born to always be proud of who I am and the woman that I am. Um, I know I'm obviously for you all who can't see me. I am white passing. Um, but my family is a lot. They've come from immigration. I'm named after my great grandmother who immigrated from Portugal to Hawaii. She picked the, a pretty good place to immigrate to. And my father is also part Hawaiian, and my mom was actually born in Japan. So my father always told me to be proud of who you are. And I saw a lot of injustices that happened to my parents because of how they looked. And then I understood the point of privilege I had, being this little white blonde girl that didn't really make much sense for their family. And I am so passionate. And I feel like that's why I stand with the Memphis Lift so well is because I'm actually an educator as well. Um, I started off in preschool and now I'm in my third year of kindergarten. Amazing. And I just absolutely think the world of my kids like and I call them my kids and people always think I actually have children because they're not just students to me like I was here and one of my kids FaceTimed me and I got to show them what Las Vegas looked like and just like they become such a big part of my heart because when I look at our children I see the injustices and I also see that it's not good enough mm-hmm. and the thing is until it's good enough I can't stand for what isn't quality and like especially being at this conference has taught me like you can't just be pro just like your neighborhood school or this or that like I stand with them and understand like that you need to be for great quality schools Mm -hmm. and that's what they fight for and even like my second year of teaching in kindergarten in Memphis I was like I need to build relationships with parents because like 
I need them here. I need their babies showing up. And, like, they're just as important to this fight as these children are that show up every day Mm -hmm. and that I get to share. And the thing is, like, I get the privilege to have them. That's amazing. And I just absolutely, like... I don't care, especially teaching crazy three-year-olds. Like, I don't care if you're three, four, five, six. Like, the tiniest people can have the biggest voice, and I'm here for it. Like, I want to continue to, like, show my kids that, like, I don't care how old you are, that from the time that you can talk, walk, you can be advocating for yourself. Mm -hmm. Bring that smoke. That's what's up. So, I mean, so I appreciate that. I want to, you know, you brought the whole team. So, I want to, like... Like we, cause we was trying to start this interview like an hour and a half, yeah. two hours ago, right? Yeah. So she was like, "No, we gonna listen and then we gonna come." So I'm gonna need for y'all, I need to feel it from you all, right? But like, what is it that you want people at this conference, right, to like take away from your message today? Like I said, like you all said that y'all should be leading this work, and as a black man that does his work, and most of our the kids that we talking about be black or brown, or poor, or whatever the case is, right? Like, I do think our voices should be leading. Um, I have a lot of thoughts. I love, I enjoyed the conference, right? But I, I went to some amazing sessions, but they were in smaller rooms with, like, our podcast, or Dr. Fuller, or Steve Perry. Like, the conversations that happened were powerful conversations that should have been on the should main, have stage. Been on the main stage. Everybody needed that, because it was only brown and black people in those rooms, but, but the majority of these folks are, are, are white folks, right? So, like, what's something that as the leader of this movement, as the moms of this movement, the grannies of this movement, my grandmother, right? Like, for what they couldn't do. You know what I'm saying? I went to 11 elementary schools, right? Mm. Like, no advocacy throughout, right? Like, That's because he was bad. What? I, 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 no, you know, I, I wasn't because I was bad. Both my parents was on crack. I understand. And I was homeless, right? Yeah. So, like, I went to schools in Chicago, Kentucky, and Oakland, right? Like, in, in Paducah, yeah. Paducah, Kentucky, baby. You know, right across from, from, from Tennessee, right? Yeah. So... So, 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 so you tell me, like now I, we can, can I we can do our banter, but but now because I, I want them to go in and, and tell these people it's that's going to listen, question. let them tell it. You it's can a, ask it's it later. A really quick question. No, stop interrupting the black mamas. It. What are you doing? I don't want to lose it. So, Who interrupts so, black mamas? So, so if you grew up, if you grew up until ten in Nashville, right, and then you moved to Memphis for the rest of your life, right? Where are you from? Boom. I'm, listen, bro, I ain't never said I wasn't from Chicago. Listen, I was born in Chicago. I grew up in between Chicago and Kentucky. I've been in Oakland since I was 10 years old. I know all the streets in Oakland. If I go back to Paducah I mean, now, I got I to gotta look on Google to right, see where I'm going. Right, right, it's okay. different. So if, if I'm going to help you all out. You, 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 you are from Oakland by way of absolutely all the other and places I'm proud you of them came places. from. And I'm proud of those places. Don't listen to Ray. He is from, right? he is Ray from Oakland by stuff. way of Chicago. Listen, Ray, Ray be on some other stuff. And y'all got Ray started because you told him that his voice was sexy. So now he's just talking to talk. Thank you. I appreciate that. You, you, you. So, so all I'm saying is, Ray, 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 why don't you sit over there and you cheese about your voice? But I need, but so, so back to the business at hand. But back, back to back, ladies, ladies, ladies. So back to the back to the question. You ain't even on the mic. They can't even hear you. So. What a, my goodness. <laughs> Repeat the question, please. The question Welcome is, what do you want these people at this conference, like 
give them a call to action right now from the black mamas that's leading this movement. You movement leader, you. If you don't have a response, I got a great one. Y'all both can respond. Somebody jump in. Okay. I am Renee Smith. Mm -hmm. Um, My thing is the judgmental state. When the parent walks through the door, Mm -hmm. they feel they're being judged. Especially if they got on pajama pants or a bonnet. You don't know where these people come from. You don't know what went on last night or this morning for that matter. You need to build a relationship with mom on the front end. Mm-hmm. When they first start coming into your school building, if you build that relationship in the beginning, later on down the line, you might can ease her out of them pajama pants and that bonnet. You might can talk her in the combing her hair and fixing herself up to present herself to the school. That's true, but if you build that relationship... And their child, their child cares about you, and you care about their child. Boom, you got them. There you go. You got you. If you gonna talk, listen. If you gonna talk, you gotta do it in the microphone. The people can't hear you. She said when she went to school, her hair was on fleek. Yeah, and my kids still didn't want me at the school, but I went. My girl's in 12th grade, and she was one of the girls in 12th grade with my girls, and I went there every day. Every day, made the yearbook. Mm-hmm. Made the yearbook. They like, how you get in the yearbook? Because I was there. They took my picture. I'm in the yearbook. I love it. I love it. I mean, it. y'all, when we learn better, we got to do better. Right. And way before the Memphis lift, I was out there talking about ear reform. Didn't know shit about no ear reform. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know the word. Right. I just knew our kids was leaving school, couldn't read. In the fifth grade, fourth grade, couldn't even read. We already knew that. And I, my community school, I stood in front of it with a poster board saying, get your kids out of this school because they leaving here, can't read. They called the police on me. They said, you can't be on their property. I'm like, hell, I'm going across the street thinking. And I went across the street. I got a big mouth. Mm-hmm. And I screamed across the street, get your kids out of this school. They leaving here, can't read. The next year, they couldn't open that school. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because why? people heard me. No children, no school. 20 kids ain't going to run your school. Right. You ain't going to be able to sustain it. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. I love it. Yeah, I know you said you had a good answer, too. And, and it's piggyback on everything that they've said. And Say your and, name for the people. I, again, I'm Danisha Fields. Um, earlier during your podcast, um, the question came up about people being scared mm-hmm. to speak out. Right. <clears throat> you're witnessing these inequities and injustices happening in the schools, but you're scared. And Chris eloquently mentioned that they're afraid to lose their pensions and their benefits. Mm-hmm. Well, if you are scared or scared, um, go to church. <laughs> go to church. And while you're on your way to the church, call the parents of the school. Since you're going to be scared to speak out, you need to let the parents know what's happening because that's what happens 99% of the times, parents don't know. They have mm-hmm. the school leaders and the school staff. They keep the wool over the parents' eyes and the road-colored glasses. They have their amen corner uh, who will say everything is great, but they child being mistreated around the corner, but we're going to let you come and speak at a pr- uh, program or we take your picture, you on a flyer, and you the spokesperson for the school. Right. Mm-mm. They don't know the real truth. So, mm-hmm. but if parents know the real truth, so since you want to be afraid and you don't want to speak out, you let the parents know, because mm-hmm. um, you're gonna be scared. We ain't scared. We we never scared. And and we can get 
other parents and we can start mobilizing, organizing with them within ourselves. And we can start making some action happen. Well, you know, and, and I agree. I'm so happy that you said that. And Ray, I think you was there with us earlier too. Were you there when uh, Dr. Fuller was talking and he was talking about people saying this is the civil rights movement of our day. Absolutely. And he was saying. Well, you said something about this yesterday, too. And we, we've we been saying that yeah. right. it's the new civil rights movement. And he made me realize. Right. He was like, it ain't. He was like, it ain't. He was like, just the safest movement in the history. The most comfortable Just the most movement. comfortable movement in the history of movements, right? Like, ain't nobody coming to, like, ain't nobody trying to shoot you. Ain't nobody trying to hang right. you. Look ain't at nobody Snick. trying to. Sacrificing nah. nothing. Nope, it's just old white people coming at you on Twitter. Look at Snick. How right. those kids went way to Mississippi, right? right? And they slept in on the floor in people's houses. We sleeping at the. We had a nice hotel. hotel. And look, a, in, a in Vegas. But here's the thing, though, right? And like, even when you think about that, I mean, think about their training. Think about the training yeah. that you do with parents, right? And the training that they had to do, right? Like, where they had to sit at the counter and people yeah. and had to people yelling at them and people throwing spitting mustard and mayonnaise and spitting on them and all that stuff and they and they couldn't move but you do and they know couldn't. you do know in 2019 mm. we ain't going right absolutely I wouldn't have made absolutely it. you do know that but, and, and what i'm what i'm saying is is that for the people that scared it sounds absurd based off of like if you're trying to put yourself in the same breath as our ancestors that fought this stuff right yeah. that had that had torches thrown through their window mm -hmm. right that that's disrespectful to like malcolm x was sitting there with an ak-47 in his you know not an ak but you know with a with, with a shoddy in his hand to protect his family because it was real. Look at the Black Panthers. They marched with guns. Absolutely. They went to the they went to the Capitol right, with guns. With guns on their shoulders. So so you listen, I will go wherever you told me to go. I would follow you into a burning building. I think that you are the voice that we need to be listening to versus a whole bunch of people that I heard over the past week. And I heard some great folks, but I ma'am, you have bars. So what I think needs to happen is and I would love this, and, and I know Ray would be down. I think y'all need to hold a conference where y'all are telling people to come to Memphis, and then we doing we, some talking, and then y'all making coming. us. We, we are having our parent summit, mm -hmm. October date to be announced. Mm -hmm. It's always but on I want one. I want y'all to do that. But I would love if y'all had the five thousand people that came to yeah. this yeah. to send there. And where they taking orders from y'all about what needs to happen? I mean, that's that's different. That's a that's a different type of power, right? And like, I think that need I think that y'all need to be the face of that. And parents came up to me here and said, you know, da da da. I ain't gonna say what they said. Okay. But I'm like, girl, bad. We gotta say what they said so we make so the girl bye makes sense. <laughs> they feel they feel the same way we do, like. You got these people sitting up here and and not being real. And I'm looking in this audience when when Dr. Fuller was saying people scared to do this. They scared to speak out. Mm -hmm. I sit on a panel at Rose College about two weeks ago and this little teacher sitting up there like, um, my principal said the kids couldn't take the books home because they don't know how to take care of them. I looked over there at him like that, so what you do? What you do? Right. <laughs> what you do? He said, it was my first year teacher. I don't give a damn. Who going to stand up for our kids in this building, especially when you look like them? You can find another job. you a great teacher. You can find another job. You know? So what did you do? He didn't do nothing. And he a black male. Don't tell me about black males in our school. It don't matter if they there or not sometimes, because sometimes Smoke. they ain't really just males. 
Oh, 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 just hold the mic. Just hold it. Just, just hold, hold it. it. Hold it. Hold it. Because she wanted to drop it and put it in. A, I'm going to drop it. the mic. No, 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 no. Don't drop it. Don't Ray, drop go it. ahead, brother. I'm serious, right. y'all. Y'all so, so, know I ain't you, lying. But you, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. You, so when you, and we, this ain't nothing against what people won't prefer to do in their life. It's just like, and I ain't talking about gay and lesbian. I'm talking about man up. Okay. I believe you a real man, but man up. Yeah, I understand. If you a real man, man up. And I mean what I'm saying. What? Okay. She and gonna just take it. She gonna take it right back out. And another thing, we have people that look like us think they yes. have arrived, oh, and they don't want to be bothered with with us poor black people. They don't want their children to go to school. With I see us. you got a little so bit more animated them, right there. <laughs> arrived. Okay, a lot of them yeah. don't want their children in school. I'm telling you, it's. It's real in Memphis. Yes. The struggle is real. 50 years later, after Dr. King died, they brought Ma- Roland Martin and everybody that was somebody to Memphis last year. Tom, the 50 year anniversary, it was, it was nice. But the same question they asking, where do we go from here? Hell, ain't nobody said where we going yet. We know where we want to go. So t- tell us where tell you, you want to go. go. Where do you want to go? We want to we wanna go. Where our kids can get a great education. Yes. That's what we need in our community. We need dilapidated houses torn down. Yep. Our kids got to walk through the lines then to get to school. Then on the weekend, you close all the schools down because y'all not living in our community. And you go somewhere else. And I look at uh, Akbar Cook in Jersey yes. doing his thing. Yes. And hell, tell, all you tell, got... What, tell, him, tell, him, tell the people what he, what he did. The Lights On program. Yeah. What is uh, that? Um, it's a well, a safe place for kids to come yes. after school over in the night. Now they got a bus where they transport those kids home. We spend, and they and they cooking for them. They cooking for them. They they got a laundromat. That's it's beautiful. no excuse, no shortcuts as they can say. That's beautiful. Damn, I thought that was somebody. I'm looking. Like, oh, <laughs> it is. It's the the millions in the in the in the in the. In the, in the, in the Blogosphere yeah. listening to you clapping right yeah, now. I, I run my blood pressure up talking about this stuff because I get mad. Oh Have I goodness. enjoyed Vegas? Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, I have had a, not a tennis ball, but a beach ball of fun. That's oh the kind goodness. of fun I had. But at the end of the day, when I wake up in the morning, I'm still thinking about all these charter leaders mm-hmm. ain't coming out their building. I watched in my community. Um, you got a front where you can go out of the school. That's where the hood, the hood, hood is. Mm-hmm. And you can go out the back way where it's semi hood. None of them teachers go hood hood. They go semi hood mm-hmm. and get the hell out of our community. We don't see them till the next my day. Lord. Ray, you gotta you gotta take us out. So, because if I miss my plane to Oakland, then I'm gonna have to go back to Memphis with them, and they're gonna be stuck with me. Well, we uh, we got a couch that laid out at our <laughs> office. So. And the thing about our office. I gotta come. I'm ready. I'm ready to come. We sit smack dead in the hood. That's, that's fine. We, we, com- we comfortable in the hood. But we 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 invite anybody. We will invite the who, president. Who no, fried we chicken? We gonna invite the president. Who fried chicken? <laughs> I, I forgot who. Who fries the, the chicken? It's all good. The chicken house. The chicken house fries the chicken. 
Nobody else fries your chicken? I don't you, know. You, know. you been getting real real spicy over there with me the whole time you've been here ever, ever since she no, pro- she, had that, she proclaimed that, that my she voice was my no, voice. She has my been voice an angel. Is my voice. That woman has been an angel and she has stood up for me and taken care of me. You will not <laughs> you will not defile her beautiful name. Thank it will you not so happen. Very I, much. I got you. Me and you are together on this. Um more bad. I'm about to <laughs> I'm about more to head bad. out. Listen, this has been a cathartic a cathartic episode for me. Um, my grandmother died when I was ten. That's how I ended up in in in, in, um, in, in Oakland. Oakland. But the spirit of her, I've not seen her face until today. And I, I know what my next podcast idea is. It just had. I I just we just need to lift up the voices. Uh, aside from a black hands in in community with, but just go and talk to the black parents. And brown parents that's just doing it and that don't give a damn about a microphone and don't mm-hmm. care about authority and just say what needs to be said. Um, you have inspired me. I will come to Memphis whenever you want me to, and I cannot wait. Uh, Ray, I know you have something profound and poignant to say. No. Can you take us I'm out, brother? Saying, I actually, I'm just saying that I'm coming to Memphis when he comes. Yeah. And then also, uh, the, the parents that you guys brought out to the barbecue. We'll come down and do a live podcast for at if the you guys will, we'll, we wherever. Going, we need to do another barbecue before school start back. So whenever you guys want us to oh, come we down, we haven't. We on July twenty seventh. We giving away fifteen hundred backpacks. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! We partnered with brothers in our community. That's okay. That own own shit. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, there it is. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> it ain't no big shit, but it's some shit. When I, I when I come, I'm eating dinner. Stuff. When I come, and I might we, I'm gonna go out for dinner, but I'm eating dinner at one of y'all's houses. Not mine, baby. I'm coming I'm to somebody's house. I don't cook I, so, either, Somebody somebody gonna host us in their house. And she we already get, said the chicken we house. We take so you to a soul food restaurant. That's what's up. It gonna taste. It make no Miss Girl is good. All right, I'm about to take us out. I'm cutting y'all mics down. Listen, y'all. You have been listening to. Just one of the most amazing podcast episodes we've ever had. Um, it was unorthodox. They gave us so much knowledge, um, and they just told us what needed to happen, and uh, I appreciate them so, so much. If you are in Memphis, you should check them out. Do whatever you need to do to support their work. We'll put their information uh, in the description. And just because it's Memphis and we want to respect them, uh, since they like Yo Gotti, Yo Gotti will be the thing that takes us out. See y'all on the other side. I seen your girl post a BM. So I hear her in the DM. All eyes, yeah, I see him. Yeah, this your man, I hate to be him. It goes down in the DM. It go down in the DM. You have been listening to the Eight Black Hands podcast with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecky, and Stewart. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at 8BlackHands1. Thank you for listening. <laughs>